Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Angel Be For Real podcast, where you can get your inspiration, motivation, education, and a few laughs along the way. Now, I didn't have time for a whole bunch of uh, side effects and all the other stuff today, because I wanted to jump right into it. We're talking about baby mamas and baby fathers. Yeah, I said it. F-A-V-A-S and M-A-M-A-S. That's what we're talking about today and the foolishness that goes along with it. I talk to women and men all the time about their relationship issues, good and bad, because I'm a divorcee. Um, I don't really consider my ex a baby father, but he would like to, since he's remarried, um, to consider me his baby mama. But no, I'm an ex-wife. So I do believe it's different. And that is a different conversation. But... I want to talk about why do we, if we're not married to the spouse, why can't we co-parent effectively? Why is it that you have to have drama? I know a bunch of couples or ex-couples who co-parent, you know, with ease, with communication, you know, with love, because it's about the kids. But, you know, you have those women and men who, because of whatever reason it didn't work out, they want to make the other person miserable. Or they want to find any way possible to make things not go smoothly. Can someone tell me about that? Why is that? Why is it that we can't get past our own selfish motives to make sure the kids are able to enjoy both sides of their parents' without the drama. Whether you believe it or not, it's easier to get along than not get along. It's almost like, you know, when you're when you're a little kid in school and they tell you if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all or treat people the way you want to be treated. It's as simple as that. It don't take much. It's really about you putting yourself second and putting those kids first. Why, if you're a baby mama, do you have to know about the, 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 your baby father's new friend? And I know some folks feel like I need to know who my kid's going to be around if, if, since we're not together. Do you really? I mean, I mean, some of y'all, you know, have, you know, really, uh, what you call it, um, unproductive or, um, you know, very questionable, uh, uh, ex-spouses. So maybe you do, but the, for the majority of folks who out here with careers, you know, taking care of themselves, they're not selling drugs. They're not out here prostituting. Then you should be able to allow your ex to do what they do. And when they feel it's time for you to meet the, the new person in their life, then they will introduce you. Why do you feel like you need to have that up front? To me, it seems like it's a control piece. I haven't had that issue. Thank God, me and my ex, we pretty much, you know, have an understanding. You do you, I do me. We do the kids together and we keep it moving. And that has worked for us. But I, when I talk to my girlfriends or I talk to my buddies who are having these problems and they're like, I even asked my girlfriend to come on this episode and she was like, no, because is me and my baby father not on the same page and I don't got time. If we go to court, he try to bring up. It's really sad that you can't even be yourself 
because you don't know what the other person is going to do out of spite. That shit is crazy. But why do you feel that you have to meet the spouse first? Why do you feel that you have to be in control of your ex's situation? Why do you feel you can't trust your ex's decisions? If you're letting your kids go over there on the weekends or the holidays or whatever the case may be, you don't know who they meeting. You don't know if your kids know when they're just not telling you. You don't know. So why put yourself through that type of, of drama, that type of anxiety of, of trying to make sure you can figure those things out? Why not let things be as long as it's not a dangerous situation for your children? Why do we always have to feel like we got to be in control of some shit that's not ours to control? We can barely control the things that we can control. So when it comes to somebody else, a whole nother human, a whole nother adult, why do we feel like we need to control those people? You got to look deep inside yourself, look in the mirror and ask yourself those questions because your life would be a lot easier a lot less drama if you let some of those things go. And I'm speaking to the women and the men because it's not just a one-sided thing. It seems to be across the board that this constant tug of war with each other. Thank God for the people who do co-parent and do find a, a neutral balance to how they raise their children because if it wasn't for you all, what would the ones who are lost in the sauce have to look up to? Shout out to the married couples, too, that's been together through thick and thin for all these years and raised their children and all that good stuff. Not to say they don't have issues in their households, too, but they've been able to work it out through the good, the bad and the ugly. Shout out to those folks, too. Now, baby mamas, question for you. How is it that we as women feel that we can have anybody we want around our kids just because they live with us? And baby fathers, why do we feel that it's okay for the women that we're dating to be able to babysit our kids. And I'm just asking from the outside looking in based on things that I've discussed with folks. And they just wanted me to put those things out there to ask those questions, to get you to think about it. to Because so, it may change your situation. You may be able to open up a new dialogue with your ex so that you all can get on the same page. What you think? Is it worth something to talk about with your spouse? Is it worth, or your ex-spouse, I should say, because this is about, you know, people, the folks that ain't together. Have you ever thought that maybe you know that you've done some petty shit or the other one has done some petty shit and you're not on the same page and someone should extend the olive branch to the other and say, you know what? I know I've done some dumb shit. 
I know I've been petty and I just wanted to put it out there and apologize. Not that you're looking for an apology back from them, but just to clear your heart of what you've done or things that you that may have been misconstrued or misunderstood or miscommunicated where you can have a clean slate within yourself. It's really not about, you know, forgiveness is not really about the other person. It's about freeing yourself. Have you ever thought about just doing that? Even if you don't really mean it, but you know it could make your situation better. It could build a better relationship with your the other parent for the good of your children. To just say, you know what? My fault. My bad. You know, my favorite thing is I meant what I said, but I shouldn't have said it like that. Or I shouldn't have acted like that. I should have just, you know, came to you a different kind of way. You never know what that may change. That may change the whole dynamics of your relationship. Something to think about. Something to ponder on. Another question that was brought up to me was, what about when you have the grandparents that be all in the business, which is helping keep the baby mama and the baby father fussing and fighting every damn day? If you're an adult, you already know. Get your parents out your business. You grown. But you know what a lot of us do? We pick and choose what we decide to tell our parents when we're venting or trying to, you know, work through some things. We don't always tell them every part. Now, you can be honest with yourself or not. But that's a fact. You tell them what you want because you're getting your, your point across or you tell them little pieces of what they did to get your point across. And of course, your parents going to be protective of you as you would your kid. And they telling you, nah, do this. Nah, do that. Take them here. Do this. All kind of stuff that that they shouldn't even be involved in. I'm not saying don't talk to your parents if you're close to them. But make sure you're keeping it a buck. Make sure you're telling them the whole story, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. Because <laughs> that doesn't seem to be the case most times. And I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just saying that that seems to be the case a lot of the time. When you have that motivation from other people, whether it's your parents, your friends, your family members who you're able to confide in, If you're not telling them the whole truth, then they're going to give you some advice that's kind of off. It's not necessarily the the best advice because they don't have all the information. And a lot of times after some dumb shit happened and they find out, they be looking at you like, why you didn't tell me that? Why you didn't mention that part? It's so important especially for my black people. I hope that every ethnic cultural background is listening, but I am an African-American woman and I have to just, 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 I have to be honest with myself because my people is who I deal with the most. It's who I interact with the most. And those people are the ones that are telling me 
all of the dumb shit I'm hearing. And all I can do is thank my heavenly father every time that I hear crazy stuff that I don't go through that with my ex. He damn sure gets on my nerves. But a lot of stuff I don't go through. Now, I do go through some dumb shit, but you know, unfortunately, I can't talk about those things right now. We're still going through litigation, but um, I do, I do feel y'all. And I just wanted to come on here and talk about these things because it's like nonstop. And it feels like once the weather gets warmer, you hear even more stuff. You hear even more drama or people just start getting a little anxious because you're worried about shit that doesn't concern you about your ex. If y'all not together no more, the focus should be on the kids. And y'all baby fathers, why y'all so worried about the child support? Let's get into this child support. If you have to go to child support, let's start with this. If you have to go to a judge to pay child support, that means that for whatever reason, you as the man... And your child's mother, the baby mama, as the woman, couldn't figure it out without getting the court system involved. Either you didn't want to help or what you felt was your help wasn't enough on the man's side. And sometimes men go out here and have to get child support because they taking care of the kids. Women don't even have the damn kids. So I'm not speaking that it's one way or another specifically. I'm just saying in general, when you're dealing with child support, why is it that whoever has to pay is always bitching and complaining about how much they have to pay. If you raise your kids and they're in your household every day and every night, do you know how much that costs? Why do folks feel like when they're paying child support that the child support has nothing to do with the roof over their head, the electricity for the lights, the water for them to bathe, the food in the refrigerator. They think that that money is supposed to be only specifically for what they think it should be for based on whatever time they're around the children. It's a whole lot of stuff to take care of a kid if you have your kid every day. Every day. Health insurance. Uniforms, depending on what school they go to. Kids' feet grow like damn beanstalks. You got to replace shoes. You got to replace clothes that have holes in it. If your kids are teenagers, they want all that dumb shit. You know, the uh, AirPods and Apple Watches and whatever. And they don't have to have that stuff. But in 2023, I don't see too many kids that don't have it. Because I done seen a family live in a shelter and everybody got a cell phone. But that's another story. So it takes a lot to raise a child. So stop complaining about the child support unless you're ready to take care of that kid every day. Because whether the other spouse knows it or not, the truth of the matter is when you go to court and if you agree and you don't have no dumb shit going on in your personal life, the judge will allow you to split the time evenly where you don't have to pay child support. But the majority of the time, I mean, I can't say, I mean, there's, there's different things that go into that too. I do know families who do that, 
where the father and mother want the kid as much as possible. So there's no child support. They split the time and that's cool because they're doing it. Now, it depends on a perspective, you know, a different perspective. If you feel like the kid is going back and forth a lot, but parents on the same page, they make it work. The kids are fine. But it's the, it's the other parents that feel like, you know, I shouldn't pay this much child support, but I also shouldn't have to get them every week or every weekend or every other day or whatever they do to split the time up evenly. You can't have it both ways. And believe it or not, 18 years rolls around quickly. It don't seem like it in that moment. But it damn sure rolls around quickly. So stop with the shenanigans. Either get your kids or stop complaining about the damn child support. If you ain't making no money, you ain't paying that much child support. And if you're making a lot of money, you're paying based on your income. That's just the way it works. Shouldn't the parent who has the child most of the time be able to ask for more money if they know that you're making more money? If you don't like it, when you go to court, guess what you tell the judge? I want to do joint custody. But, but folks don't want to do that. They want to be out here free as a bird and pay the least amount of child support. I'm not judging. I'm just keeping it real. Stop with the shenanigans. Stop with the damn shenanigans. Baby mamas, do y'all think it's okay that if your if your baby father is giving you money, not through child support because they have a uh, different type of way of making their income, let's say. Can you be mad at them if the kid's looking bummy and you got a fresh wig on, fresh edges, fresh braids, brand new Chanel bag, and the kid's walking around with two small shirts, got on a crop top in the wintertime? Can you really be mad at them? Or are you going to hold over their head because they don't have a regular type of job that you do what you're going to do what you want to do with the money? Because you know it's not really being documented. You holding it over their head. That ain't right either. That ain't right either. The bottom line is everybody, you know, I can't say, I don't like to call children accidents, but I will say they're surprises. Some of them. And generally those surprises came along while you was either drinking the joy juice, smoking some sativa, or a little bit of both, and then bam, surprise. But the bottom line is you laid down with that person. You decided to have a baby with that person because until recently, depending on where you live, you could take your ass into a clinic. Some of these, some of y'all folks in these states don't even have that option no more. So if you lay down, drunk, high, sober, and have these children, why do the kids have to endure the bullshit afterwards because of the, the decisions that the adults made. 
Why your parents got to go and pick up the kids because y'all can't even see each other? Y'all can't even be around each other at the same time without getting ready to fight. So you got to get your parents involved who already raised you to go pick up the damn kids and drop the kids off. That's not their responsibility. I just want to put a couple bugs in y'all ear. I was trying to wait and not. I had another topic I wanted to talk about, but I just had too much on my mind. I needed to get off about this specific topic. Love on your kids, love on your people. All this dumb shit happening in these schools and in the world in general. For you to argue with your with your with your with your baby mama or your baby father about dumb shit. You got to try to figure out a better way because tomorrow's not promised. You got to figure out a better way to communicate because your kids may not say nothing now because they don't want to get smacked or get punished or get their phones taken, but they're going to remember it. They're going to remember the dumb shit and they may tell you they may not, but they will remember it. And it also teaches them how to treat people when they become adults, how they interact in relationships. If they watching mommy and daddy fighting all the time, guess what? They're going to go into a relationship with somebody who likes to fight. Or likes to argue all the damn time. Can you really blame them if that's all they know? Oh, and another thing. If you mad at your spouse or your ex-spouse, I should say, you know, your, your baby father or your baby mama, and they not blowing your phone up every five minutes and all that, don't start blocking them. Because guess what? If there's an emergency out here in the world, out here at the school, and you have to communicate that to your children's other parent, how the hell that's supposed to happen if your phone, you don't block their ass? It's irresponsible. It's immature. And it's some bullshit. Stop that dumb shit. You can easily not answer their call. But why would you block your children's other parent if you have small children? Or you have children who are not grown, I should say. Because when I say children, I mean, you a kid until you over 18, I guess. But why would you, why would you do that? That seems to be the number one thing that everybody I've talked to says they do. Oh, no, that bitch crazy. I blocked her. Oh, no, that nigga crazy. I blocked him. But what happens if there's an emergency? What happens if there's an emergency? So just want to put that out there. Thank y'all for all the love, all the support. Keep listening. More to come. And uh, keep the faith, guys.